This is your no bullshit guide to a happier life. Quick, but not necessarily easy tips to help you to squeeze every last drop of enjoyment out of your business and your life. My name is Helen Calvert. I'm a coach, a business owner, and a parent, and I'm so happy to be here with you. I do swear occasionally, as the title suggests, so pop in your headphones if I'm not safe for little ears. Ready to go? Let's do this. Hello, and welcome to today's episode where we're going to be talking about actually doing it. (laughs) So, you remember how we've talked before about mindset blocks? Well, this episode is pretty much all mindset block because today I'm going to be talking about why it feels so hard to put into practice all of the things that we've talked about so far. So we've talked about being productive, getting organised, marketing your business, networking. Hopefully you found my tips and insights useful. Hopefully they have resonated with you. So why is it so hard to put these things into practice? Well, I'll tell you what the answer is not. (laughs) The answer is not that you are lazy, useless, rubbish, whatever other wonderful self-talk you've been giving yourself. (laughs) That's not the reason why. So you can put all that aside right now. There are two reasons why it's hard to put into practice all of the stuff that you read and hear, not just my things, but all of the good stuff that you come across that tells you how to do this and why to do that and the way to move forward. There's two reasons why it's difficult to actually do the stuff. One of those reasons is feeling overwhelmed and the other reason is a lack of self-belief. So I'm going to start with the feeling overwhelmed because that is something we all experience and it's totally understandable. And of course, you know, most of the time it is down to the fact that we just have so much going on in our lives. We're all extremely busy and feeling overwhelmed is almost inevitable with the amount of stuff that we try to pack in all the time. I have a little uh, video course called Overcome the Overwhelm, which digs into this a lot more about different ways that you can work with yourself to not feel so overwhelmed anymore. But the key thing here, if there are things that you really do want to do, you know, you're like, yeah, I really want to do that. I want to try that. I want to put that into practice. I, I do want to do that. The key thing, I think, is not to think about it as one big job. Because we're talking about really big stuff here, aren't we? You know, we're talking about um, new techniques for getting organised, sorting your shit out, getting yourself into a good mindset. You know, this is big stuff. This isn't stuff you can do in an afternoon. And let's be fair, even if you could, how many of us have a whole free afternoon? (laughs) Not many. And we're talking about marketing and networking, you know, big topics. So if you say to yourself, oh yes, I I must do that, and you write down marketing on a to-do list, well, you're never going to get to that. You're just going to look at that and think, that looks huge, I can't, I'm overwhelmed by that, I can't possibly. So the way to do it is to break it down into next steps. 
But even then, when we talk about next steps, I think sometimes we don't break things down enough. So you could say to yourself, okay, so the next steps for sorting out my marketing, right? So I need to do um, social media strategy and I need to talk to that person who knows about Google ads and I need to figure out my branding or, you know, there could be lots of different elements to that. So you write down social media strategy, branding, adverts. And again, you're going to look at those and think, that's a massive job. And you'd be right. Not necessarily as massive as you think it is, but you know, this is chunky stuff. When I say break it down into the next steps, I genuinely mean the very next thing you need to do. So for instance, it could be, um, you could get it down to find uh, someone to do my Facebook ads for me. But even that isn't really the next step, is it? Unless you already have someone in mind, in which case the next step is to email them or call them. But the next step could literally be ask in that Facebook group who's good at Google ads or ask my friend who already does Google ads who she uses. That's the next step, literally the very next step. Send that email, ask that question, put that post into a Facebook group. If you're like me and you need a new notebook for everything, then yes, buying the new notebook is a legitimate next step, as long as that's not the only step you take, (laughs) because you have to actually put something in the notebook as well. But really try to break it down into the very next step. And you don't have to have all the steps before you do the first one. Just get the first one and do it. And then after that, do the next one because you will know what the very next thing is that you have to do. That's the easy bit, the first step on on a path. Even if you can't see the whole journey, well, you know what the first step is because it's right in front of you. So do that and then do the next thing. And that's the things you want to put on the to-do list. So it stops you feeling overwhelmed by that big thing on your task list that says, sort out your marketing, because that ain't never going to get ticked off. (laughs) So let's talk about now about lack of self-belief because I think that this is another really key area and sometimes we do mask this by saying I haven't got time I'm overwhelmed etc but really deep down it's feeling like you can't really do it (laughs) as ambitious as you are you know deep down you don't really believe that you belong in this space or that you can really pull this off. So, big mindset block. Write it down. If that's you, as ever, you don't need to do anything about it right now, but you do need to write it down. That is a mindset block you have. Your self-belief is not where it needs to be. That's something that we can dig into. You know, you can look that full in the face. It's okay. If you actually write down, I don't really believe I can do this. That doesn't mean you have to pack up. It doesn't mean, right, that's it, close the business. <laughs> she doesn't believe she can do this. So let's just give up now, forget it. Yeah, put, you know, put it all in a box. We'll go and do something else. Because that mindset block is just that. It's a mindset. It's not truth. It's not real. You don't believe you can do it, but you can. But what it means is, is that you need to look at that and do something about it. You need to work on your self-belief. 
So the flip side of self-belief, if, if you have self-belief, the, the other side of that coin, not having self-belief, is often um, talked about as imposter syndrome. It's that feeling that at any moment, somebody is going to find out what a big fraud you are. <laughs> you know, at some point, at any moment now, and you're, you're tense, you're ready for it, aren't you? You're waiting for it. You're going to get that email or that phone call or that comment that just shows that someone's seen through you. They know that you don't know what you're doing. They know you're winging it and you don't have the qualifications or you don't have the depth of knowledge and they're going to point it out and you're going to shrivel up and die and it's all over. (laughs) It's a horrible feeling. And the fact that we all go through it doesn't really help because, of course, in our minds, well, yeah, everyone goes through it, but, you know, it's not real for them. But for me, it's real for me. I really am a big fraud. It's crazy, isn't it? We know because we all have that same feeling. And the thing is, we're all winging it to an extent. You know, what what you think is true, but the bit you're missing out is the fact that it doesn't matter. No, you don't know absolutely everything about your area of expertise. You know, I mean, perhaps Stephen Hawking's could be said to be someone who knew everything about his area of expertise, you know? He might be someone. I mean, there's so few people in this world where you can say, yep, they know absolutely everything about this thing. That's not normal. (laughs) This is the thing. It's not only the people who are the best at what they do who deserve to be in the arena. Because imagine if that was true. Imagine if the only people who could do ballet were prima ballerinas, top of the line people, you know, absolutely the Nureyevs of this world, incredible ballerinas. They're the only people who can ever do ballet. You know, not, you can't do it. You can't do it for a hobby. Your kids can't do it. Nope. Only the people who are the best. I mean, for a start, how on earth would they become the best? But also it would be pretty boring. You can apply that to any area of your life. Imagine if Top chefs were the only people who were allowed to cook. You can see what I'm saying. You know, the arena is huge for anything you want to do. Hobbies, businesses, you know, anything you want to try, anything you already have some skills at. The arena is massive. And yes, there are people at one end of it who are the exceptional, the absolute top. You know, the the Serena Williams, and here we all are at the other end, you know, having a tennis game on a Saturday. But you're still allowed to play tennis. (laughs) Nobody's going to turn around and go, oh my God, I've just realised you're not Serena Williams. What the hell are you doing on the court? (laughs) It's never going to happen. But in business, we somehow imagine it will. We think someone's going to turn around and go, wait a minute, you're not Bill Gates. Why the hell are you doing my IT? Who do you think you are? It, it just won't happen for, for many reasons, but partly because not everybody can afford Bill Gates. Not everybody wants Bill Gates, but, you know, not everyone can afford him. In fact, very few people can. I suspect he doesn't do a lot of consultancy. Um, but there are a huge amount of people out there who need IT services. So who's going to provide those? If you're sat in a corner rocking because you're not the best, who's going to help them with their IT? 
they need someone they can afford to help them out with some stuff you know about. So you probably better uncurl yourself and, you know, go do the job. (laughs) You have skills and passions that can help people. That's why you started in business. That's the whole point. You have things that you can do that other people need. Sometimes other people need those skills because they can't do those things themselves. And sometimes it's because they don't have the time to do those things themselves. But they need you. And it doesn't matter that you're not the most qualified or you don't have the greatest depth of knowledge. As long as you are acting in good faith, which means you're not trying to hoodwink anyone, you know, you're not going out there and saying, I'm the Steve Jobs of this. You know, you're not, you're not being fake. As long as you're saying, here's what I can do. I charge a reasonable price for it. And this is what you'll get out of it. You're acting in good faith. And believe me, you are. You don't have to second guess yourself here. You know, don't, oh, oh, hang on, am I charging? Yes, you are charging the right amount. <laughs> don't, don't get in your head about this. You are acting in good faith. You are not some kind of dreadful con man. <laughs> so as long as that's the case, you absolutely deserve to be in the arena. But here's the real thing, okay? No bullshit in this podcast, remember? There is no magic formula for finding self-belief. I'm really sorry to say that, but the truth is, building self-belief is like building muscle. You've got to make yourself ache and feel uncomfortable to build up to the next level. You have to actually just do the stuff. You don't want to injure yourself. You know, you don't want to push yourself too far, too fast. You don't want to completely destroy yourself but you do need to push yourself that little bit further each time so all these things that I've been talking about and other people talk about the things you want to do you need to do a little bit of them and then a little bit more it's exactly the same as building muscle you've got to build your self-belief muscles and it will hurt a bit if it doesn't ache a bit you're not pushing far enough just a little bit just a little bit of discomfort And then suddenly you'll realise that what was hard at the beginning is a piece of cake now. You can lift those weights. You can do that networking event. You know, oh, that's easy. God, I'm way past that now. I don't know why I've found that hard. It comes from practice. And your belief that you can do these things, it will be there and you will know that you can do those things now. And then it will be on to the next challenge. The stuff you thought you could never possibly do now, it's the next step all of a sudden. You've got to get out there and do the stuff. So it's a little bit circular. You can't do the stuff because you don't have the self-belief. You don't have the self-belief because you haven't done the stuff. So you've got to get on that wheel. Just make that first next step, that next tiny step, whatever it is. Do that and then figure out what the next one is. And pretty soon you will look back and see how far you've come. So until next time, Be excessively kind to yourself and remember to squeeze every last drop of enjoyment out of life. See you soon. Thank you so much for listening. It's great to have you along for the ride. If you enjoyed the episode, I'd be so grateful if you could leave me a review. And don't forget to subscribe so you know when new episodes are up. If you identified a mindset block during the episode and would like to work with me one-to-one, you can find out how in the show notes. See you next time.